What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Like to be the man, you gotta beat the man. We'll beat you worse for being a little man. Atlanta, GA, Hotlanta is the Freebirds town, man. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. A very spirited crowd here today at the television sports arena. All right, wrestling fans, welcome to what is sure to be another riveting episode of GWH. TV talk on the Georgia Wrestling History Television Network. We are sitting around watching some old matches like always. Uh, Ken Batera wearing his little blue things. Nad's just hanging there. Uh, it's all good. We get a laundry of the Giants, some about Volkoff, and all kinds of fun stuff happening on. Who else is in there? Uh, uh, Chief J. Dr- I look like Chief J. Strombo. Chief J. This is classic wrestling at his best from the 70s. Woo! And I guess before we get too deep into the discussion, I am stony. Normally, keeping the thing together is Kenny J, otherwise known as Stunning Steve. Nah, we won't get confused here. Yeah. But uh, Kenny J is uh, uh, he's out this week uh, taking care of some personal business, and we want to wish him the best. We definitely miss him here. But uh, as usual, we have Mister, but we also have over here we have. Mike Garrett, Woo! what up? And of course, Will Wheeler, Woo! yo. And uh, for those of you all listening for the first time, we are basically a fan-based show. Uh, we talk about what we love. Um, not that none of us have connections to wrestling in some way or different forms of entertainment. Uh, Mike over here has uh, been a part of the music promotion game for years, even working with some pretty. Some some artists that you probably have uh, heard of. Uh, Will over here has uh, has refed uh, a few matches and done some commentating. Even took in, taken a few bumps from some name wrestlers. And uh, myself, I have commentated for a few things as well as done uh, TV and radio uh, wrestling shows as well as a lot of music stuff. So, but mainly our main thing is is we are all just fans of wrestling. Woo! So, uh, so how's everybody doing today? Everybody doing good? Pretty I'm, good. I'm great, man. Yeah, I know Will worked hard today, Time and to I know uh, there you go. I know Will worked hard today, and Mike hardly worked. So we 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 pulled up, and Mike was on the front porch, just kicked back, just like, "Yo, what's up, man?" <laughs> but down there in Georgia, it's like thousand percent humidity. Today it wasn't, so suck that in. There you go. That's so. Right. Uh, we have a few things that we want to uh, we want to kind of gloss over this week. Some things that we're kind of proud of. Um, one of the first things that we're we're kind of proud of is is uh, is uh, the show is getting out there and people are paying attention to the show and uh, we're really glad that that people kind of there are people out there that kind of dig 
and and kind of can relate to our love for wrestling as fans. So, um, um, and so we want to kind of pimp some other some other shows and stuff like that and websites. And, and so who 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 are we going to throw out there, Mike and Will, that have kind of reached out to us that we kind of because we love we love uh, spreading the word and the gospel of wrestling and especially people that love classic wrestling. Uh, the Pro Wrestling Historical Society has been the main one, and the fact um, a gentleman by the name of, correct me if I'm wrong, Greg Skelly? That's it. Has been uh, in contact with uh, Mr. Mike. Um, there's some been some good posts on Facebook. He's listened and has even seen the mini-sode, and also a tremendously good pickup from the Pro Wrestling Historical Society. So if you're a wrestling fan, just follow them on Facebook. They will respond fairly quickly. Um... In fact, when I was looking at it the other day, I was added by Greg Skelly a couple of years ago. So, I was quite honored to have the man, Greg Skelly, add me. There you go. Anybody else? Um, that's about it. Uh, he's got the uh, actual thing called tight. <clears throat> and of course, you know, uh, Will always wants to show love out to his favorite podcast. Unstud cast this week was the uh, life of the life and times of Buddy Fuller. Uh, the fact that uh, his dad owned 300 acres in Mo- around an area in Mobile, Alabama, and they had a rodeo. And the fact that this week's highlights was Ron Fuller, Robert Fuller, and Jimmy Golden hiding Easter eggs in pine trees. Oh my goodness! <laughs> they were some mischievous children. <laughs> wow. Nice. Back to Greg. Um, just uh, yeah, the group he's in the historical society and. Uh, Greg, of course, and Jimmy Wheeler, who's maybe, may not be our own Will Wheeler's family, and Terry Kent. They all run that. Oh, yeah. Good guys. Nice, nice. They talk us up. They talk them up. Greg's on the Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame Selection Committee, so that's pretty big. Um, big deal. Cool, cool, cool. And, of Good course, people. you know, on Georgia Wrestling History, when they do have the different podcasts, there's all kinds of people that participate in that. So we're, we're kind of humbled to even be, like, in that company of Peach State Pandemonium. You know, it's been a top podcast uh, show for uh, quite a few years now. Oh, so, yes. And some of the people connected with that are not only people that were on the scene back in the 70s and 80s. You know, they have some writers and stuff. So it's it's kind of, it's kind of uh, I mean, I know I've been, been participating with them uh, for a while, but... Even after all this time, it's still kind of. I feel kind of starstruck sometimes when I think of some of the people that participate on that website. So, and then of course we're so glad to have. There's a couple of NWA uh, Facebook sites that that you have to have your things approved, and they always approve the GWH uh, TV show, video show, GWH TV talk. So. And we try to promote them. As a matter of fact, guys, what we should need to do is, is next time we probably should write some of those down and send people their way. You actually have to be approved to be on those sites. So yeah. because they don't want people that are just gonna, you know, go on there and just advertise BS. Well, uh, you know, so that's what Greg said. He sent me it and I sent it to Will and it was yeah. like, Hey, 
I usually don't approve any of this stuff. He was like, but y'all did the wrestling history. That's pretty cool. I like it, you know, and then we started talking from there, man, and it was kind of like, because I wasn't trying to sell nothing. We don't sell nothing here. No. We don't sell a thing here. <laughs> no. We just talk wrestling, wrestling history, a little yeah. bit of today's wrestling, so all the wrestling fans can, can get something out of this. Oh, yeah, That's yeah. it. All the ads that we have on the show are for things connected to the show. Well, <laughs> last time we uh, threw in that <laughs> yeah. audio from that, that uh, ad. WCW? Yeah. yeah. So, I remember that was cool. That was funny. Because it's, it's all fun <laughs> stuff. So Yeah. But that was still history. WCW. All right. Well, the other thing that we have to be proud of, uh, we are going to throw especially props to Mike. Um, our last show, we did a Mike did a rundown of the this year's SummerSlam card, and we kind of did our our suggestions and picks. And Mike, if not perfect, was as close to perfect in his predictions as you can get. Yeah. I don't think it'll happen again at one of the big four. No, it's too, too bad you wow. didn't bet on that stuff. Yeah, that's true. It was good. The only one I kind of crapped out on was the, uh, the I figured they'd put Reigns over. I thought Brock was kind of leaving, yeah. but... Uh, but 23 of 24 isn't bad. Yeah. No, I just made that number yeah. up. I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but still, you can't believe it's it 23 like of 24. It. I did feel like it. Um, I knew that. I felt in my bones like the Usos were with that new look and their new momentum and their and New Day's not gonna lose momentum if they lose the belts. Yeah. They're at a point where they don't really need the belts. You know, they, when they sign in at the gatekeeper like four o'clock in the daytime, they're like, "Oh, you here for the show?" They're like, "No, we are the show." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the Usos are doing their thing. I wouldn't want to kill that momentum, so I kind of knew that one. Kind of was hoping with Natty that could have went either way, but I figured they're gonna make Alexa Bliss a multi-time winner, so it won't hurt her to lose it that quick. And that's kind of what they do with women: is give them titles and then yank it back a, a month yeah. later. Yeah. So. But the good thing about the SummerSlam, we don't have to look at that light-up belt no more. True that. <laughs> they're gonna retire that somewhere in Triple H's office, or either at uh, Orlando, Florida, at Naomi's house. But Naomi's a good wrestler, a good worker, and yeah, she was a good champion. I just, I, I wanted Natty to win the damn thing. She's, yeah. you know, it's like six years since she's had it. So. Oh, yeah. That's a good reward. You know, the one thing I was, I was, you know, because, you know, we've watched the last couple, and like two pay-per-views ago, we were kind of like, we don't even remember it because it was so bad yeah. that we were busy talking about other stuff. The, 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 the last one was a little bit better. I think somebody commented online, you know, one of the online news sites that said, was commented on one of the matches, and then their comment was, a gem among an otherwise boring event. I thought so far this year, maybe SummerSlam might have been the best one this year. I thought it was, for having all those matches, I thought it was actually pretty, pretty good. There was actually some pretty good matches. Oh yeah, hey, I no actually doubt. had to run somewhere and come back, so I missed the Styles uh, Owens Owens match and came back and uh, watched that afterward, kind of on demand, and uh, it was pretty good. That was Shane good. sweats like hell. I don't know what the <laughs> hell. Maybe Will Fitness over here can tell us why he sweats so damn much, but but I went back and watched. He probably it. he probably he probably drinks private stock and then sweats it out before <laughs> the match. Who knows? Who sweats, man? Anyway, what were you saying? 
I say he's, 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 he, he probably got into his daddy's private stock. Oh, no, no, no. I cut you off before that. No, no. So. I forgot what I said. <laughs> I say <laughs> okay. he, was, he was sweats off because of uh, daddy's yeah. private stock. No, you're probably right about that because he's always kind of red in the face, too. So that could be a McMahon thing. Yeah, that, I'm, I'm, there was, it was quite a few thing. good matches. I thought, I thought consistently, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I didn't catch the pre-show, so I don't know about the cruiserweight. Match and all that stuff. And, and, and on the panel, I told you Carmella and Ellsworth would be up there, and of course they were. She was in a bikini, uh, one piece bikini. Well, that so, might be the only time I would possibly ever want to even I, see her, exactly, right? I mean, she wasn't wearing those ugly camo, exactly yoga pants. I mean, I hate to say that, guy. I'm not a I'm not a male chauvinist, <laughs> but I don't want to see her wrestling. Yeah, I don't want I don't want to see her talk. I don't want to hear her talk. So, I mean, really, that's about the only way that I ever would be interested in seeing her is in a bathing suit. That's just, just how it is. Seeing Stasiak is on the screen, and that's a man right there. You learn something every day. Is that Sean's dad? Yep. Ha, did not know that. And he, you take a look at him, and, and you can see, you uh, see the facial that's how wrestlers yeah, were back then. That is a, a, like a, like Harley Race, a man's man. Look at him. Kind of looks like the Undertaker, doesn't he? He kind of looks 70, but yeah. He probably was at the time. <laughs> he is old. Them, 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 them sideburns, man. I mean, yeah. All right. Well, speaking of seventy, I guess we can go. Is there anything else you guys wanted to add to our little news? Uh, bits? I agree. I thought SummerSlam was pretty decent. I thought it was better than expected. Actually. And what's the next one? Hell if I know. We don't know. Hell no. if I know. Hey, we we should we should that should be our show. Yeah. No, no Stay tuned. Georgia Wrestling History yeah. presents Hell if I know. Yeah. It is in two weeks, but hell if I know. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Exactly. So, since it's the week after the Conor McGregor fight, but I don't know. Oh, jeez. All right. So, as usual, we get into birthdays, and there's some really, 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 really cool ones this week. Oh, before I, before we jump into birthdays, we want to continue to uh, send our love and prayers out for the Nature Boy. Yep. Still he hanging kicked, in there. He, out. he hadn't won the match yet, but he did kick out. But he already kicked a promo on a nurse. Woo! Yeah, I heard about that. There you go. All right, in our birthday, starting August 25th, the day this show debuts, former 23-time tag team champion and 15-time plus singles champion, including ending Bruno Sammartino's seven and two-thirds year reign as WWF heavyweight champion on October 18, 1971, Birthday on August 25th, the late great Russian bear Ivan Koloff, one of my favorite heels of all time. What a talent. Just good worker, just <clears throat> nothing negative about the man, uh, just was was promoter's dream, did everything right. Um, it, I mean, his help, he was one of those wrestlers that through time his health deteriorated from the business. Uh, tough upbringing, he was in the, he was in the woods in uh, Quebec, Canada, so he's a tough Canadian but played the gimmick of a Russian, so he had a fairly tough life. Um, trained with the Rougeos, um, broke in with, actually, Buddy Roberts. Hmm. Under his real name, the wrestler Buddy Roberts. Kind of part of that whole, you know, we all, always, everybody always talks about people starting off up north in Minnesota. So all part of the whole Minnesota thing. So also, former singles and tag champion, in AWA, NWA Central States, and Mid-Atlantic Wrestling, and more. Not to be confused with the great William slash Stephen. Give it up for, also on August 25th, 
Steve Regal. A, a bonafide junior heavyweight titleist of the 80s and part of the uh, well-known tag team with Jimmy Garvin who upset the Road Warriors in AWA. There you go. <laughs> All right, what else do we have here? We have also on the 25th, NWA Wildside, which was up there in North Georgia in Cornelia, same place where they had Anarchy. Uh, Ring of Honor, TNA, and GCW wrestler from Georgia by way of Tennessee, David Young. And those are our birthdays for the 25th, the day this comes out. On the 26th, TNA, Ring of Honor, Lucha Libre USA, and GFW vet, Petey Williams. I don't know if you guys remember Petey Williams from the, the yeah. original days of TNA, the X Division, um, and also uh, wrestled a few um, uh, indie events with TNA throughout the area down here. So really, really cool stuff. Anything to add on Petey Williams? Uh, it was a Scott Steiner, uh, mini Scott Steiner gimmick, and they had some heat. And okay. also, uh, the Canadian Destroyer was a very, very nasty finisher. He did. A very nasty finisher. And I believe, wasn't he head of Team Canada? Yep. He was head of Team Canada, so. Oh, Canada. Whatever. So, all right. So, August 27th, retired AWA, NWA, WWWF, Mid-Atlantic wrestler, Sergeant Slaughter, who was consistently ranked in the top 40 all-time singles and tag team wrestlers. What a talent. Just good worker. Um, Still in the business. Yeah. Uh, passing the knowledge on. So, man, thank God, because we don't have that many left to pass on the true knowledge. <laughs> exactly. we got a few that hopefully will. But, yeah. man, he's been there alone. Yeah. It kind of runs that Hall of Fame thing. Yeah. Sort of slaughter's like a big hand in there. Yeah. Cauliflower Athletic Club. Them and their huge Hall of Fame group. So, uh, also on the 27th, former WWE champion and star of television and film, The Great Khali. My favorite film, The Long Shore. The Long Shore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of prefer the original, but I'm yeah, from no a whole shit, generation. But, so. but that was a good one. This ping pong scene was really good. <laughs> All right, former Dragon Gate NWA NJPW TW wrestler and current IWGP Championship Committee member and color commentator Milano Collection AT. Happy birthday! So Happy yeah, birthday. somebody I don't I'm not really versed in, but. Well, I get my list from Georgia Wrestling History, so apparently he's, if he's good enough to be there. Resonated with somebody. But yeah, I mean, but, but the credentials are obviously speak for themselves. So happy birthday. Love and respect. Former NWA and WWE Women's Champion Jazz, also yes. on August 27th. Yep. Uh, Southeast Wrestling Veteran Ben Masters, also on August 27th. Tremendous. 50s and 60s wrestler, the great Bolo, best known for his work in Georgia, Florida, and the Carolinas, and was co-holder of seven various tag titles and several singles belts. For those of you who are familiar with masked wrestlers, you know that he has further connections to other masked wrestlers. So, if you don't, the great Bolo, you have Google. Check it out. You'll enjoy learning something. And also, uh, Georgia indie wrestler Frankie Valentine, also on August 27th. Tremendous Georgia worker. Uh, worked on a couple of cards with Frankie. All right. Big day in birthday. Did you take a bump from him? No, I didn't <laughs> take one from Frankie. 
August 28th, retired American wrestler Joe Hamilton, most commonly known as Jody Hamilton, or the Assassin, Assassin Number One, and the Flame, all mass gimmicks, also co holder of nearly 50 various tag titles. Respect. So, and, and we've talked about, you know, our recent masked gimmick things. We talked about the assassins incredibly. And he answered the phone when I was trying to find out where the Deep South Wrestling venue was years ago. It was the assassin <laughs> who answered the phone. I knew it was him by the gravelly voice. That was him. It's right there. He's got that gravelly voice, that cigar voice, you know. I knew it was him. Yeah. It, it, what Nick Patrick kind of sounds like him, but... It's just that, that you, there's no mistake in that gravelly voice. There you go. Also on August 28th, former NWA and USWA World Heavyweight Champion Mike Rapata. The Colorado Kid. There you go. It's a good thing we have Will here because some of these guys, I'm like, huh? Former Ring of Honor and Ugly Duckling Stable, excuse me, former Ring of Honor and Ugly Duckling Stable member Colby Carino, the son of anybody? Mr. Carino. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> August 29th, indie wrestler Sin Bodie, best known for his brief SmackDown tenure as Kazari. Yeah. Oh, indie wow. wrestler Pierre Abernathy. Never heard of him. Retired Never wrestler and member of the Cauliflower Alley Club and WWE Hall of Fame, Stan Hansen, former holder of over 17 tag and over 17 singles titles. True. True warrior, true tough guy, true kayfabe, but he had a hearing issue, so that's why he would, that's why he was loud in the ring, and that's why he would kind of hit hard with spots because he's hard hearing. I always thought it was just because he was a badass. Yeah, that too. So. Chew it back a spitting badass. There you go. Uh, was it was it him that was uh, in the original movie, The Wrestler, where they're in the he's in the bar with Dusty Rhodes, or was that Dirty Dick Murdoch? Murdoch. It was Murdoch that when they, they, they tear the place up. Well, being nice. Because so. he was beginning to debut around that time with Stan Hansen. August 30th, indie wrestler who has worked for Ring of Honor, Evolve, CWA, Atlantic, and more, Caleb Conley. Wow. And we got three big birthdays on the last day of the month. We have former Ring of Honor WWE wrestler Tank Toland, but also former WWE and TNA singles and tag champion currently into WWE from North Carolina Jeff Hardy and WWE and TNA women's champion and country music singer the ever gorgeous sexy Mickey James hardcore country champ of the core there you go and you can probably guess already who we will be sending out this week to all our guys with birthdays who we'll be sending out as their lap dance, right? Oh man! I mean, who else has a backside that can do a lap dance for anybody? Woo! Woo! She's good. Happy birthday to Jeff, man. His longevity had nothing to shine about either, man. Jesus Lord. I mean, wrestling. Me wrestling since his teens. Yeah, and still doing it at the level he was when I watched him in '99. Yeah, he's doing it good. And we've, you know, for those of you who. Who wonder about how long they've been in the business? I mean, when the two him and his brother first started in North Carolina, they actually started their own organization in for a long time. Well, if you ever, if you guys saw the wrestling match that we posted from the original organization when they wrestled each other, and they were in, they had their own other wrestling names, and it looked like there was a fur carpet around the ring. 
Last night they made a few little words, little innuendos, uh, talking to Seth and Dean in a little challenge for the belts Seth and Dean won. Um, and I, the the broken gimmicks gotta come back after what they're hinting towards and just trolling the crowd with some of the yeah. things that it sounds like oh yeah they're bringing it back they're about to bring it back so I think they're gonna bring that back and win the titles you, you know Seth and Dean are individuals man and make more money and draw more as singles yeah. so but Cesaro and Sheamus just was boring so that's that was really? an easy one to call you think so I kind of liked him as a tag team <laughs> well we like wrestling you know what I mean yeah. but yeah. the WWE Universe didn't really like us we're outgrowing them you know what I mean <laughs> they're just like that's okay, all, we're they, over you know, it. Mike's throwing a promo out there. <laughs> they see what the thing about the WWE universe is. Most of them just they don't know of certain wrestlers after a certain year. We, on the other hand, have been following it from the 70s, 60s, yeah. 70s, 80s, and all that. So we, I think, we're more authentic. Yeah. Than these newbies. Yeah. Well, a lot of people kind of keep it sub operish more than the <clears throat> more than the wrestling itself, you know, and the in ring and talent ability. They're yeah. more down with the. Pops. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, when you go to wrestling, you know, because kayfabe is was died a long time ago. When you see people go, it's truly people there are truly there to be entertained, not to watch wrestling. So when you see somebody laughing during a match, where back in the day people be like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, they're laughing because it's like I can't believe these people really think we're buying it. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, you know, to them it's it's all a joke, and so it's a shame. So. All right, so, hey, happy birthday to everybody, and, um, God, Mickey James, I wish my birthday was this week. Mine's oh. on the 5th. Can I extend that? Oh, there you go. Yeah, we, we, we'll, we'll allow it. We'll yeah, allow it. We'll, we'll, throw, we'll throw Garrett in early. He'll get two birthdays. Yeah. So, and then I think his his will be available when we send Mae Young out. <laughs> so, all right, so, uh, now, was it, that is, it is the part of the show when we jump from birthdays to this week in Georgia wrestling history. And for those of you guys who are going, what do you mean by Georgia wrestling history? We talk about wrestling that happened. Georgia wrestling history covers Georgia, Florida, Carolinas, Alabama, Tennessee, yada, yada, yada. This little corner down here in the southeast. So typically this is these are things... That involved wrestlers from the southeast that wrestled in the southeast <laughs> or events and happenings that might have happened from the WWF that happened in the southeast. So this week, Mikey is going to kick it off, and these are all things that happened. We start when we first started doing this show, they were all things that happened the day the podcast came out. But since we cover from now into the next show, these are things that happened during, during the, the week. week. And we'll start that 26 years ago on August 25th, which is today. <coughs> yep. uh, Sting defeats Stunning Steve Austin in the final of the tournament to crown a winner for the vacated WCW United States title. This was vacated when Lex Luger won at the Great American Bash a month earlier. There you go, because we know nobody wanted Lex Luger to have the title. Yeah, it kind of didn't work out like they thought. No. <clears throat> So, all right, well, also on August 25th, but 20 years ago on August 25th, in Columbia, South Carolina, during WCW Money Nitro, Martin Lund, you guys know who that is? Arn Anderson announces his retirement from wrestling at the age of 38. The former member of the Four Horsemen held various tag titles in the NWA and WWF, and of course... Sad day. 
sad day, but then of course at the same time, quite a few people got ostracized for making fun of his retirement. We you know that. Make fun of the man from Rome, Georgia. No, no, no. <laughs> By way of Minneapolis, though, right? And and to this yep. day, still, still a strong addition to wrestling, the wrestling yep. business. So, another one of those that are that, that's helping to keep true wrestling a part of wrestling. So, and one of also, the most consistent horsemen. Yeah. And also, too, before he went to Crockett full time, he was in uh, Continental for Ron Fuller, and he had gotten a good payoff from Ron Fuller on the card. Even though he was leaving, he got a payoff that was with consistent talent, just because of the what he brought to the talent, brought he did for the ring, and he just said, "Have this on the way." We thank you for your time in Continental. Yeah, yeah, good right. dude. Lots of stuff So, and if you have the network, <laughs> check out the table for three with him, Tully, and Rick. Yeah, and uh, that was a good one. Yeah, I, I I will say you know in in relationship to Andersons when they, I still am a little butt hurt. That when they inducted the four horsemen into the Hall of Fame, that Ole wasn't included. But I was I was glad that NWA Fan Fest when they brought the reunited four horsemen, Ole was there. Yeah. As part of it. So because really he the original four horsemen, the main four horsemen, includes Ole. Whether you think he's a crotchety old piece of crap or not. Yeah, but Barry Wyndham, I thought, was a part as well. Well, yeah, I, I agree, but I think I, I think it's pretty crappy that... But, of course, you know, for all we know, that, you know, Ole could have said, Fuck you guys, I ain't coming. So, no. whatever. So well, It's four, so they... I don't like the WWE. <laughs> yeah, well, it's... It, but it's four, I don't like Vince. But, but it was never really four because they always had JJ. So, all right. So, now we're going to turn it over. August 26th, we're going to turn it over to Will... All right, 38 years ago on August 26th in Orlando, Florida, Harley Race defeats Dusty Rhodes to win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship as third of what would eventually be eight reigns as champions. How much did Harley smoke on that night is what we're wondering with cigarettes, that is. Yeah, or cigars. No, no more than average. It yeah. was Dusty, so he knew he knew it was good. Carton. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. at least. I mean, yeah. he liked some of the last one, so. Yeah. There you go. And see that? Hey, don't see I'm out of Get out! <laughs> hey, that's that a guy. man's man right there. You He's know what I mean? That guy that like whenever you would go to certain wrestlers' hometowns, and you know their families would be backstage and kids running around. He'd go to pick one up and go, <laughs> put it back down. <laughs> that's a good kid you got there. There you go. Gotta love Harley. We love Harley Race. He's old school. That's that's. Pure and he's probably school. in a car and has Dick Murdoch peeing, jumping, um, up, pop opening the trunk while drinking beer and peeing out of a car. But he'd still be wrestling today if he didn't smoke so much, kids. So do not smoke. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to turn and do over. We got a. We got a. Uh, Mike's got a couple of uh, a history, a bit of history from North Carolina, dude. From seven and then seventeen years ago. The first one seven years ago on August twenty eighth in Charlotte, North Carolina. TV taping for Lucha Libre USA is canceled when MTV2 drops the promotion from the network after just seven episodes. And most people probably will not even remember that. No, but I don't think anybody gave a crap. No, that's why it got canceled. But uh, then 17 years ago, on August 29th, uh, SmackDown taping up in Fayetteville, uh, Al Snow defeats Perry Saturn by submission to win the WWF European Championship. What does everybody want? Head. Head. Especially in North Carolina. <laughs> That's oh, what I'm yeah. talking about, brother. Especially Fayetteville. Yes, 
Yes, sir. There you go. <laughs> August 30th. Will, what you got? Uh, 24 years ago on August 30th at a WCW Saturday night TV taping in Atlanta, Dustin Rhodes defeated Rick Rude to win the NWA WCW United States title. Rhodes is recognized as champ when WCW splits from the NWA shortly thereafter. People only think of Mr. Love him Dusty as, Rhodes. Oh, he, he's, he's a big fan of Dustin Rhodes. Yeah. yeah. So... Guys, if you guys are wondering whether he's barking for 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 Dustin or Rick Rude, well, he's, he's actually barking for both. Yeah. Yeah. So, and all right, to close out our history, 19 years ago on August 31st on Monday Nitro from my Miami, Lex Luger and Sting team up to defeat WCW US Champ Bret Hart and Hollywood Hogan by countout, and nobody cares. But despite this pointless match, Nitro runs unopposed against the USA Network as WWE is preempted for U.S. opening tennis coverage and allowing TNT to post the show's highest ever rating. But Nitro would lose a quarter of its audience the following week as on Raw's return to its regular time slot. So, nice. so not really, nothing really important happened other than the fact that. That TNT had a little like leg up, so True that's that. about it. So this was the honey grab my beer edition of Nitro. There you go. Didn't have to worry about switching channels back and forth that night. Well, I mean, unless you wanted to watch wrestling in the U.S. Open. True. Which there is highly possible. <clears throat> there might have been some tennis fans out there who were into the Monday Night Wars. Well, there you go, and you would have wanted to go back and forth. So. All right, well, that is our history for this week. As usual, as customary, we are going to take a quick break. You guys listen up. This is a little bit of information that you need. And we will be right back with this week's discussion that we're not even sure what it's going to be. Hey, guys, this is Stoney from GWH-TV. If you're like me and dig your wrestling old school and from the South, check out Georgia Wrestling History Online for archives, current area indie shows and results, plus cool discussions on GWH Radio. Just visit gwhnewsandnotes.blogspot.com. Georgia Wrestling History, capturing the legends of yesterday and covering the stars of today. You wanted the best, you got the best. The hottest classic wrestling in the world. GWH on the Georgia Wrestling History Network. Classic matches, classic look, just classic. Check us out on the GWH website and at facebook.com backslash GWHTV. Alright guys, well welcome back for what we call a commercial break here on GWH TV Talk. Thank you guys for tuning in and of course as you guys know we've already talked about birthdays. We've already talked about this week in history. Now we are going to talk about our topic of the week. Favorite strip pole dancers. No, that's a whole other podcast, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Well, sorry fellas. Normally we try to talk about serious stuff. But sometimes when you put the word out and say, guys, what do you want to talk about? And Mike Garrett responds. Sometimes it's some of the most pointless stuff. But sometimes the pointless stuff is pretty funny. So Mike's, uh, Mike thought it would be fun to talk about some of the worst 
entrance music ever. 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 So, who wants to get the ball rolling here? Because we got we got a. I mean, what about Andre the Music's entrance music from like 1974? Wait a minute, they didn't have music back then, did they? What was that? Ah, I don't know. Boom, boom, boom. The sound of his feet. (laughs) Beep, pop, pop, pop. There you go. Actually, actually, I'm gonna go ahead and get the ball rolling. Chris Jericho, his first WCW theme was when he came. Apparently, it was it had the chivo. He went ding, 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 ding. Ding 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 ding, and it turns out after I watched it, I'm like, I'm like, ooh, it's a cool theme. And then two or three nights later, or a few months later, I'm watching NBA highlights, and I hear that ding 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 ding. I was like, Chris Jericho, NBA, fantastic. <laughs> and I think a lot of WCW wrestlers end up getting a lot of the NBA highlight theme music. Not sure who all did, but I know Jericho's for, was was for a fact, and it was from his Jericho book, so. That was definitely one of the worst ones I've ever heard. But as you all know, look what look what look at how's ring music is now. There you go. There's so many. There's a lot of really crappy ones out there. Um, let's get back old school. Um, I, I, I used I one I used to hate it, it was the uh, well what, what were the guys that that, that did the uh, rap is crap song. Oh, the West Texas Rednecks. Yeah, I, I didn't like their entrance music. So, or 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 or, or when ICP oh, was doing the WCW thing. I've never completely watched an ICP match. I just can't get into that. Oh no! What the rap is crap? Wasn't that Jeff Jarrett and uh, Road Dog? No, no, that was uh, that was actually hitting. And, uh, that's Bob, right. That's right. Hey, he had a pretty crappy entrance song. You're right. Dude, that was kind of shitty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a bunch of crap. I hate crap. <laughs> Can I just say that um, one that didn't fit all the time for all the matches and was kind of, so I don't know how it came to be, but worked out over time was Savage. The, the wedding cir- sounding. The popping circumstance. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I think I think that was kind of like a, hey, how can we like do something that kind of like is elegant, like kind of sounds like Ric Flair. Yeah, there, you know what I mean? there you go. So, well, I don't know. I mean, the Four Horsemen's uh, music. I kind of liked the hooves at the beginning, but once it kicked in, it was kind of okay. I was waiting for like uh, uh, what's his name, Lauren, what's his face, to come out for an, an episode of Bonanza to start happening. <laughs> You know, it's right. like, hey, what the hell's going on here? Yeah, for real. Yeah. Um, of course, the Midnight Express. I mean, that was. I was what I didn't say, like about that was kind of like that wasn't that from the TV show or from the movie Midnight they had Express. Two different entrances. Uh, one didn't last very long, and then one I think you might be right. Um, yeah, but it was like offbeat. I think from the uh, movie Midnight Express. Yeah. And as I said off the air earlier, actually, I was talking to Kenny, who was not here. Um, Vader. I never really got into that. Like, I like the shoulder pads and the breathing smoky thing yeah. and all that, but hey, hey, Vader down. I mean, I just, it wasn't really a crowd like, hell yeah. You just didn't I mean, clamp your beers together and go, yeah, it's Vader. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, both his WCW and WWE were both absolute crap. Yeah. No. I think we're having a recurring theme here. Never mind. Crap. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Well, that's the idea. The worst, the worst uh, 
entrance theme music of all time. I mean, our man Dusty that we've mentioned a lot today. We mentioned Dustin too, but Dusty, uh, his last run was pretty shitty. Entrance music, an American Dream thing. Yeah. We get fucking like a The common man. Work. He shook that white booty. I mean, but yeah. it was bad. I think just about anything that uh, that Sid came out to was was pretty bad. Oh, his first his first time in the WWE, that first ring music he had. What was that? Who? It's I think it was like one wrestler had the music. Okay, we'll go turn him here. Let's go jump. Let's go go Sid. Let's give it to Sid Justice. Why me? Or uh, or the, the the entrance music for the Great Oz was pretty. Who? I was reading when I was. Just well, of course stuff. you don't remember it because it was crap. <laughs> it was only three matches. That? Yeah. <laughs> That's all he did. So, what's his face? Dustin's um, Dustin's uh, stalker yeah, guy I that we talked about recently. About so, about you know, I wasn't a fan of WCW Cactus Jack's music when he came. To bam, bam, down the that, yeah. that elevated entrance ramp they had during his time yeah. there. I always thought it was pretty crappy. Um, it didn't fit the all balls out wrestler. Yeah. yeah. So. Was that Cactus Jack or was that Mankind back then? Maybe. I don't know which one it was. What are you talking about with that old, scary, like, soft music? Yeah, he used to. That might have been Mankind. I don't know. Dude, Love was pretty bad. Yeah, that was like, that was, I think that was only WWE. Though. Yeah. But it was, that was good. That was good. And there's some interest music that you know that's just great. And then somebody has to follow that. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I feel sorry. Like a, a Midnight Express, when they had to follow like a Legion of Doom intro, you know, just yeah, led to like their Iron Man and what's so cool about Iron Man still playing while they were wrestling. Yeah, <clears throat> or um, I mean, now you listen to it, but back then when you were when I was a kid and I used to get all energized, Ultimate Warrior. Okay. I mean, I know it's not really Southern, but I mean, no, it's not. When you're talking entrance music all together, I mean, you know, so I mean. Yeah. It was, it was a lot better than whatever he came out to in WCW, I'm sure. So. Another non-Southern entrance that's just great is, is Triple H. That's a good one. I mean, he's, he's had it ever since he separated from DX, man. That's been a good one. Um, there's some others, too, though. Well, I mean, <laughs> Lemmy's, Lemmy's kind of had his hands in two or three different things for... Oh yeah, for for the WWE. So. Through the early two thousands up till up till actually the first decade of the two thousands, rock bands got paid from WWE. Yeah. Like Randy Orton still uses Rev Theory's uh, yeah. What's that song? Voices. Uh, Voices in my head, you know, and it didn't fit his character at first. Yeah, you know what I mean. But he kind of morphed his character to that, and now it's perfect. But, yeah. <laughs> I always, I, I still to this day think it's funny that when we think about the early days of entrance music, that Jimmy Mouth of the South Heart was behind the scenes for yeah. a lot of those, and, and it's and a lot of those songs are all over the map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then when you also another thing about early entrance music, uh, the Freebirds when they said let's let's play Freebirds, and how a custodian um, had to get the the needle right. To get Freebird because he was like, "Oh gosh, I hope they don't give us give me three steps for Sweet Home Alabama," and he hit the needle just right. And as you and the the historic big theme of the crowd music of Freebird came about in Memphis, Tennessee. There you go. That's one of the greatest intro musics of all time. There you go. But I don't know. I kind of like Bad Street. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with Bad Street. Anything that came out to was great. 
So, well, you know, the funny part about Bad Street is if you really listen to Bad Street, I I, I am pretty sure that Bad Sean Street Mathis. had a lot to do yeah, always with uh, with uh, with the, the the one or the other, one way or the other. Nah, it's the other. Yeah, Sean so, kind of took back when he was with Sherry. Um, yeah, they come out and she would hold the mirror up. I always I was like, damn, that sounds like Freebird. Yeah. Always thought that that in the wrist, man. Yeah. I'm telling you. And it's the just the the and the, and the uh, lyrics too. The way they're they're with the music, it's pretty much. Yeah, it's kind of got that kind of semi rap thing going yeah. on. So, but it worked one time, and then it worked two times. So <laughs> whatever. Why not? For all hey, we know, it might have worked more than that if we really think about I it. I think it's SummerSlam. I don't know if he. Yeah, I think he did. He came out to the music dressed as the Colonel from KFC. Oh my god! <laughs> I saw the I saw pictures of it yeah, online. It's crazy. So I guess they went from Dolph to him now. But, um, uh, some of the greatest wrestlers um, honestly never had intro music. You know what I mean? They just walked out. Like we watch all kind of stuff each week. Tommy Rich and, and a lot of people that never yeah. ever walked out to anything. Well, they never walked out to stuff, but they always like like Tommy Rich always had they always had those videos where it was like their spotlight video. And Tommy Rich is yeah. in in the Camaro and what is that like Wild Eyed Southern Boys or something like that, <laughs> you know? So fired up, baby, Wild Eyed. I got music. Well, yeah, well, the early ones were the early ones were always like kind of like popular music at the time was the Fantastics or some of them. They always came out to. It's like Sharp Dressed Man. Yeah, stuff Fabulous that, ones yeah. and fantastic yeah. Sharp Dressed Man. Jerry Lawler apparently loves Sharp Dressed Man a lot. So, stuff that it makes it hard for us to actually like put these thing, these videos on our wrestling program because YouTube will go, Hey, yeah, you can't use this song. We didn't use the song. It just happens to be in this video. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, what, Eugene... Yeah, what that theme? Whoa! <laughs> and I know once again we're going doom, doom, up doom, north, doom, but doom, 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 doom. so so I, I, okay. I guess I guess we should keep it south. The problem is, you know, most of the era that I know I personally am in love with, you know, the '80s. You know, that half of that era really, you only had one or two. You had a couple tag teams. Everybody else just kind of came out. What were, some your, what were some of your favorites from the early days when they oh, when they were just starting? The Rock and Roll Express, I was gonna say, of course. And besides the Rock and Roll Express, I was which which say theme? Which, yeah, which theme is the Rock and Roll Express? Which, which team wasn't? Okay, because there was the you had the Rock and Roll Express, the Boogie Woogie one, and he had the old Rock and Roll. Yeah. That that was a good one. Um, of course, you know, like we were talking about, Bama, Lama, Bama, Lama. you know, earlier the Freebird stuff. Uh, but uh, <coughs> Jimmy Boogie Woogie Valiant came out to the Boogie ask, Woogie. A boy you were from just talking about, yeah. and I was saying, yeah. I'm boy, glad I'm here with Will Wheeler. Boy from New York, the boy from New York City. Yeah, yeah and he had another favorites. one, the Jimmy Rock song in Memphis. So they had two themes that were really recurrent. But yeah. the one we commonly know is um, the, the, I forgot the name of the band, the Boy from New. Ooh, uh, ooh, I talk about the boy from New York City. Yeah. That's the one we all know. Now, who came out to War Machine? That was was that Rhino that came out on yeah. ECW? Really? War Machine. I never really watched yeah. this. Well, I think almost all of their stuff was like '90s and late '80s Grunge. music, yeah. you know, yeah. hard rock stuff. So, <laughs> and, but and well, it was funny because I think a lot of their stuff and some of TNA stuff was like you could listen to it and you can go, okay, that's an original song, but. 
who ripped off Inner Sandman? Yeah. You know, it was like they, 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 they would take like somebody's song and kind of change it enough for the copyright thing just to create their own thing because you knew people would be... It's kind of like going to a Chinese restaurant and all of a sudden you're here, hey, I know this song, and then all of a sudden they start singing in Chinese and then like the tune changes and you realize... They've taken two boy band songs and stuck them together <laughs> and then sang in Chinese to get people to go. And sometimes they don't really even sing over it. Sometimes they just play like a sitar or another instrument to yeah. do the vocals over the song. Uh-huh. God, elevators or Chinese restaurants. Oh, man. Jeez. But, so what, what would you guys say would possibly be like the worst? Ever? Yeah. Oh, man. Gosh, uh, worst nice. Southeast ever, maybe. Southeast, I'm not sure. Worst ever, I gotta say, would be John Cena's now. I think it should be for Alberto Del Rio. When it comes on, it sounds like a Mexican pinata party. Yeah. yeah. It does not sound... I don't know, I don't get it. I know this is gonna be off the wall, but... The new breed in Crockett, back in 87, they're supposed to be from the future. They come out to the Beastie Boys fight for your right to party. Supposed to be from the future. <coughs> oh, wait a minute. Straight out of 85. Glacier. And the reason I say Glacier, not just the music, but the whole entrance period. Right. With, like, the sparkly things and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, I mean, but we can, I, I guess you can kind of, like, not totally diss the entrance music because once he would wrestle, you would go, God, I didn't realize that you could actually, like, take a mannequin and make it do, like, karate moves. That was the <laughs> stiffest karate guy ever. Yeah. And then, well, you know what? Like, you know what? I got it. I got it. The worst ever. And you'll agree with me, Mike. The Disco Inferno. <laughs> Get out of here. That was the greatest ever. Oh, come on. I mean, his, his intro music wasn't nearly as great as the man. But yeah. or, or or what was the tag scene with Mike Rotunda and they came out with the... Varsity Club. Varsity Club. That was oh pretty crappy. Mr. Touchdown. The Mounties interest music was terrible. That was bad. We're not the Mounties. <laughs> what was that? What was his like? I'm the law. I'm the law. What the hell was that? Because we control the law. <laughs> some, some shit. It was crazy. The oh, Mounties. Man. Mike Rotunda. He's had a few crappy intros. Yep. Yeah. His IRS went click, ching, ching, ching. <laughs> Pay your taxes. And just about every faction that Kevin Sullivan has been in. Yeah. I forget a few, but yeah. So. Yeah, the Darkness Army or whatever. Well, now I'm sitting here trying to remember what was... Uh, what was um, the Zodiac's entrance music like? Because that was a pretty crappy gimmick to begin with. I don't know. It's, it's almost tribal-like music. There. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't care. They just overuse that gimmick. Sure. So can we all agree that Goldberg sucks? Yeah, yeah. That that theme is definitely. This <laughs> one of the worst ever. That definitely is, man. Well, but but you got to admit when he when he got, when he came back. I mean, as soon as it clicked. The crowd got into it. Oh, they did. But I oh, mean, gosh. from day one, it yeah. was like, ugh. But yeah, I think the idea that that you know that gets you like that. I think the idea was kind of to, uh, and this is funny, was kind of create like that 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 grab you right off the bat um, idea of uh, Stone Cold's. Yeah. And which is funny because when you people always go, hey, bald guy, beard, mustache, bald guy, beard, mustache. So. <clears throat> Tough, and I don't know. I thought DDP's interest music was a little lame. It's Nirvana. It was. It was Nirvana, yeah. and it was lame as shit. <laughs> and, and the longer it went, like when he was in the ring, 
it was even crappier that like past the power cord part down to the ripping off of the other part. Yeah. yeah. It was terrible. Swerving around back to Mike Rotundo, um, Bray Wyatt's music. You like that or hate that? Not really. I mean, really, when you see the lights and it goes yeah. dark, you want to take a nap. Yeah. yeah, actually, being there in person when that happens was really cool. Yeah, yeah. I think it. I think it works for for him. It, only because of the audience. Yeah, that's the only reason I think it works. I think. I think that they they've managed to build that that kind of vibe. I think that's the only reason that works. That's about it. He's definitely killed a few cell batteries in his day. Man, but it's, it's cool when he comes out to that. I've, yeah. i only seen him once in the last three I went to because he just wasn't on the card any other time, but pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> Something that, that worked out. So, I, I you know, I, one that I always thought was uneventful but suited him was Dean Malenko. You're probably sitting there going, Dean Malenko. Yeah, but yeah, if if you get a chance, you know his, yeah, that his, was his music was very low. stayed, but so was he. You know what I mean? He he was very you know. Anytime you're a technical wrestler and you're not an over the top wrestler, you know. So so I guess we couldn't really decide on an overall worst. I've got a I've got a, a, a contender. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, God. buddy. Watch me. Or about, or about, how about the man called Sting? Come on, that got on your nerves so bad. Oh, <laughs> Just the, just, just the, like, it. just get in the damn ring, do your hurricane runs. Well, what I, what I hated about it is if you watch the old WCW Mud Dream Nitros, it almost sounded like the music that they went to commercial. You know how they'd go to the commercial coming up and it'd be like dun 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 yeah. It almost sounded yeah, like yeah, that yeah. kind of like yeah. stuff. So not to get off on a tangent, but Thursday Night Thunder's intro was cool. Back in the day with the lightning and then they would do yeah. the rock song. It was actually good. Hmm. I'm not sure who picks that, but yeah. Alright, well, what you can do is is when we post this episode on our Hey Mike, what is our Facebook? It's Georgia Wrestling History T V Talk Podcast. There you go. We're on Fridays. When you see this one, comment and tell us some of your least favorite and favorite theme songs. We can set it up as a poll so they can enter their own choice. Yeah. There you go. Mike's going to set it up as a poll, so come check it out. So, and make sure that you go to the you go to Google, type in Georgia Wrestling History, go to the Georgia Wrestling History page. On there, you can get links to. Uh, this show, but they also post every week, every day they post like the history for the week, birthday for the week. Um, on Mondays, they post the GWH episode, they post episodes from other things, card results, they have upcoming events, history, all really, really cool stuff. So uh, check that out, and then also check out the GWH TV uh, Facebook. So, and once again, uh, Check out the what is the history site that we're pimping? Oh, Wrestling Historical Society, right? And what is your favorite one that you're always pimping, Will? Uh, the Studcast TNStud.com, and also as I said last week on the show, it's Arcadian Vanguard Podcast is one of the fastest rising podcasts out there. Uh, 
they're saying Ron Fuller is the new American storyteller. Um, it kind of sounds like Johnny Cash. If you're a Johnny Cash storytelling fan, check it out. It uh, debuts Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. There you go. Uh, anything to add, guys, before we get out of here? Um, I don't know much. Um, just uh, hope Ric Flair's doing good. Continues to get the upward men going. And uh, that's about it. A little slow week in wrestling. SummerSlam was yeah. over, so... There you go. Once again, mad props to uh, Mike for besting everybody with his predictions for SummerSlam. Getting near perfect, possibly perfect. We're not 100% sure, but uh, um, he, he predicted like at least every match. But one, at least, we know that much. So, and that could have went four different ways. So I, can I get a 25% of that? Yeah, I think, I, think, I think you can get it out on that. <laughs> yeah. So. Hey, so, but I want to say, last week, everybody that listened, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Tony, but I, I, me and Will thoroughly, heavily predicted the only way that the uh, championship match with Jinder and Shinsuke would not suck was if Corbin ran in and did his thing. And then we recorded that podcast, and two days later, or a day later, no, that night, uh, we record on Tuesdays, Corbin cashed in on SmackDown and failed to get the title, so that blew that out the water. But I still picked the winner. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys once again for listening. We're going to get out of your hair. Um, want to once again thank uh, Kenny J, who is not here this week, but he will more than likely be back next week. And um, for Will, for Mike, for Mr., and for Kenny, I am Sony. We are going to get out of here. Thank you for listening. Everyone thinks I'm crazy, like when I got electrocuted. But I tell you what, at Starcade, things are gonna. There's gonna be a lot of electricity going through, and it's gonna be wild and crazy. And Alex is gonna be there with me. He's gonna be taking care of. Yeah, you'll be taking care of business, and I'm gonna do. So Rotunda, if you got anything to say, come and say it to me. Come and say it to Alex. Solomon, uh, Rit- uh, Solomon. Alex has got an eye on you. Rotunda, I'll be watching you real close, and I'm going to take care of business like I always do. Watch me. John Rathlin. This week. Fuck it like a birthday. To be the man, you got to beat the man. We'll beat your work for being a little man. Atlanta GA Hotland is the Freebirds town, man. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. A very spirited crowd here today at the Television Sports Arena. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.